Hey, church family. Thank you for joining us for another Leroy UMC podcast. This week, we're talking about the true picture of faith and diving into one of my favorite books of the Bible, Hebrews. Let's send it over to Pastor Tammy for this week's sermon. Now, we've all heard them before, those old adages and sayings about those sayings, if you will, um, all referring to faith. There are more than just a handful of them. Faith moves mountains, doubt creates them. Faith over fear. Faith is the bridge to all dreams. Faith is to believe in what you don't see. The reward of this faith is to see what you believe. Faith is taking the first step, even when you don't see the whole staircase. Faith doesn't make things easy. It makes things possible. And the list will go on and on. And there are also many statements about faith that can be found throughout the Bible. Actually, the Greek word translated to faith, faithful, faithfully, faithfulness, and faithless appears 443 times throughout Scripture, 127 times in the Old Testament, and 316 times in the New Testament. And of those 316 times mentioned in the New Testament, 37 times it is found in Hebrews. And so for the next several weeks, we will be looking at different Scriptures, not all in Hebrews, but different scriptures throughout scripture that speak of faith in one of these forms that also ties in with another key idea or key word. For today, we can also remember the saying that a picture is worth a thousand words. And that picture that is brought forth by the scripture for today makes a profound statement about faith. And of this scripture, the most profound statement about faith is our memory verse from Hebrews 11.1. 1. This begins a truly important chapter on faith and righteousness. Actually, Hebrews 11 is a very long but eloquent list, a roll call of sorts, of heroes of the faith. Now there are many, many different parts to Hebrews 11, so we were gonna look at it today in, um, in just a few different verses in sections, beginning with verses one and four, which reads, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. By faith, Abel brought God a better offering than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as righteous when God spoke well of his offerings. And by faith, Abel still speaks even though he is dead. This explanation of faith can seem very complex, right? It's not a simple, single definition. And when we look at the faith of each of those that are mentioned in this chapter of Hebrews, 
we get a clearer explanation of faith by how they reacted to their faith. And in that very first verse, our memory verse, is the use of confidence and assurance. When we have confidence in someone or something, then we have a feeling of assurance or a guarantee that what we believe in is true. Verse 2 reminds us that through our faith, we have a better understanding of all that God has commanded, of all who believed since the very beginning of time. We're then given the foundation of faith in verses 3 and 4, and it is important to our own understanding that we have faith in what we have been taught and what we have read about creation. How God created the universe. It is by faith and by having that faith that is not blind, but is based on evidence. The evidence of God's omniscience, his power and control over all of creation. After all, he just spoke the words, and it came into being. Now, part of this foundation of faith is the belief that Abel's offering to God was met with a greater acceptance than that of Cain's. So much so that God commended Abel as righteous by leaving his, off, his offering and leaving Cain to become jealous of his brother and to murder him. Our foundation of faith is very important. What we believe is very important. We all need to ask ourselves if our foundation of faith is one that is built on truths that are found in the scriptures, and then lived out. We're given some amazing ways that the faith of many was lived out as perfect examples for us. And we'll start with Hebrews 11, 7 through 8, and then 17 through 18, which gives us three different examples of how faith was lived out. By faith, Noah when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear, built an ark to save his family. By his faith, he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness that is in keeping with faith. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, Abraham, when God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice. He who had embraced the promises was about to sacrifice his one and only son, even though God had said to him, it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. These are just three, three Simple, small examples that the author of Hebrews uses. The example of Noah's faith. 
which is found throughout Genesis chapters 6 through 9, and is most definitely not a small implement of faith. Noah was told by God to build an ark that was big enough not only for his family, but to also save multiples of many animals and creatures and bugs and creepy crawly things that roamed the earth. Being told by God that he was sending a flood to wipe out all that had been created except for what would be saved by that ark that Noah was to build with his own two hands must have created a great fear within him. Yet Noah's faith was strong. Abraham's story begins in Genesis 12 and goes through Genesis 25. He was a true man of faith. And when God called him to trust in what was unseen rather than seen, and to leave, to, to leave what he knew to travel hundreds of miles to a place that he didn't know, Abraham was decided to be righteous to God because Abraham walked in faith. Although there were times when Abraham sinned. Sounds familiar, right? After the sins of Abraham, God not only fulfilled the promises to him by giving him and Sarah a child in their old age, but God also tested Abraham once more. In verses 17 and 18, we heard that Abraham once again proves his faith to God and in God by offering up his one and only son, Isaac, as a sacrifice. And when God witnessed Abraham's faith through the willingness of this sacrifice, God sent a ram to take Isaac's place on the altar. Because of Abraham's faith, we hear of the faith of many, many others throughout Scripture, as well as blessing and fulfillments of promises that were made by God. Hebrews 11, 20 through 23, gives us four other faith stories that would have never came about if it were not for the faith of Abraham. We're told that by faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau in regard to their future. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of Joseph's sons and worshipped as he leaned on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when his end was near, spoke about the exodus of the Israelites from Egypt and gave instructions concerning the burial of his bones. By faith, Moses' parents hid him for three months after he was born because they saw he was no ordinary child and they were not afraid of the king's edict. Isaac placed his own faith in and obeyed God. He was rewarded with twins, Jacob and Esau. But Isaac was much like Abraham in that he was at times dishonest and sinful. And he showed favoritism to his son Esau. 
Of course, dishonesty, deceitfulness, and favoritism has been carried through the generations of this family. However, God was still at work in their lives. Jacob, with help from his mother, Rebekah, deceived Isaac on his deathbed. And he blessed both sons, giving the blessing that was to be for Esau to Jacob. Jacob benefited from this blessing. He received and in return, through faith in God, was given 12 sons and one daughter. And he passed the blessing on to Joseph. Joseph's sons were blessed by Jacob and so forth. And then, while the Israelites were in Egypt, Amram and Jochebed had a baby, a baby boy. And they named him Moses. And because they believed this child to be a special child, and they were faithful to God and God's plan, they protected that child for three months before placing him in a basket on the water. And, well, you know the rest of that story. The point here is that each of these members of the hall of the faithful and righteous were not perfect, but yet God called them righteous and was faithful to them. Each of them had their own set of issues, their own difficulties, their times of doubt, but they continued to step out in faith as they were called to do, earning them a place on this list of the faithful and righteous believers. Many times, like Noah or Abraham or the many that came after, we are called to do something that causes us to have fear, that we are not so sure we can do. But through faith, we are given the ability to step out to use that faith that we have in God to step out and prove our faith. And although we, like Abraham and his descendants, have our own flaws and commitment issues, we commit our own sins during our faith walk. Yet God is a forgiving God and sees our faith. We can be tested in many, many different ways. But God is faithful to us to the very end. And therefore, we are called to be faithful to God. This 11th chapter of Hebrews ends with verses 39 and 40, which states, These were all commended for their faith. Yet none of them received what had been promised since God had planned something better for us so that only together with us would they be made perfect. None of those that were named in Hebrews 11 were able to completely receive or witness to the promises made and kept by God. Just as the scripture said, God was planning something even bigger, even better than what was promised. 
But although they were not able to see those promises come to fruition, they would still be made perfect together with the other followers and believers of Christ Jesus. God's plan (laughs) began at the very beginning. In the book of Genesis, as he spoke creation into existence. And his promises still ring true today. When we are faithful, even in times of doubt or fear or sin, God is even more faithful to us. We're members of that imperfect people club. And unlike those of the Old Testament who lived only by a promise and a hope. We know the rest of the story. And we can live by what the way of the cross has done for us. There are many times that we have to step out in faith. Take that first step not knowing where the staircase may lead us or what the results might be. But that's okay, because we have God, and we have his promises, taking those steps with us. God is calling all of us to be faithful, no matter how it may look to us now or in the future. Each one, each individual one of us needs to place our faith in him to choose to step out yes out of our comfort zones out of our little bubbles that we live in to choose to step out and then you too shall become righteous so no matter what God is calling you to Place your faith in him and take that step. And all God's children said, Amen. Again, we want to thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you are blessed and that you are a blessing. Go in peace.